Welcome back to Martins and More. My name is Mari Rutsch. And I'm Spoon Phillips. And we have 10 things to talk about. How are you doing today, Spoon? <laughs> I'm doing very, very good. I uh, accept this. Uh, I had a very hard week, I have to say. Um, for those listening to uh, this podcast, I have to say, Mari approached me about doing a show about my top 10 favorite Martins. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And of course, it would be difficult to really, you know, pick and choose. But it was much harder than I realized. So I'm focusing exclusively on Martins that are actually available to, for sale today. Uh, there's one sort of asterisk involved um, that we'll get to. But even that was very hard, not only to only pick 10 wonderful uh, Martin guitars that are available today, but um, then to uh, have to really weed down to 10, which was almost impossible, and then rank them. And so these, are, these aren't arbitrary. I did try to rank them from, uh, you know, 10 to 1 based on, uh, with one being my, fault, my, my most favorite, um, you know, based on very real, uh, real-life concrete reasons. So, and then the exciting part for me is that Mari has now done the same thing and we'll also reveal Mari's current top 10 favorite Martins. Oh, you put time into this. I didn't realize we had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start my side by saying that the way I'm looking at this, and it's okay if we're not exactly in the same direction, I'm actually picking the top Martin guitars as if, hypothetically, Martin Guitar called me and said, listen, we want you to tell the world what the 10 are. If somebody just came off of a spaceship and said, I just came to Earth, what is Martin Guitar all about? Maybe give me 10 examples. I want to bring my list here as an introduction or let me tell you 10 Martin Guitars you have to know about, 10 Martin Guitars that are just awesome. It's not necessarily a level playing field, but I think this exercise will be fun nonetheless. Oh, absolutely. And I, I am sure, given our the fact we've known each other a long time and we have very similar tastes when it comes to certain aspects of acoustic guitars. And uh, so I'm not going to be surprised if there's a lot of crossover on these lists. But I did not know you were approaching it that way. So this indeed will be fascinating. There are certain ones that I kind of wanted to be on the list uh, that are um, because I like uh, kind of what they represent, or I like, I'm glad Martin's doing this or doing that. And it was a close call for some of them. I decided to go with my personal preferences um, over everything else. So this will be very interesting. Why don't you begin and start things off with your number 10? Okay, so I've got an idea. What I'd like to do, since you called this the top 10 list, I'd like to do it kind of like the David Letterman top 10 reveal. So I'm going to start with 10 like you recommended. But after I give number 10 and give my reasons for it, I'm going to ask you if it's on your list. And you can give me a raspberry if it's not, <laughs> or you could let me know <laughs> that it is. But then you can tell us where it fell on your list. What do you think about that? Can I practice? <laughs> as if you need to practice where I'm concerned. Um, uh, <laughs> I give you ample opportunities throughout the week. So I'll give my number 10 and my what I like about the guitar and why I put it, why I put it on the list, and then uh, we'll find out if it made Maury's top 10 list. 
Before we start all this, I would like to encourage the listeners to go to Mari's Music so you can look up these guitars while we're talking about them and see some photos of them. Uh, there may be some you're not familiar with or you want to remind yourself of. And, and of course, as Bob Costas famously says during the World Series, for those youngsters scoring at home, we will definitely review uh, the list as we go through them. You can write down Spoon's 10, you can write down Mari's 10, you can write down your 10 and see how they compare. So, Spoon Phillips, top 10 favorite Martins uh, available today. Number 10. This is a unique Martin available today. It's a unique body size. It's the DSS 17 Whiskey Sunset. hey Wow. Yeah, the DS, I really like these instruments. Number 10, because I have a little prejudice against it because I really loved the DSS 15 Streetmaster that was very short-lived. And I wish they still made that. But the DSS, for those who do not know, it's a dreadnought with slope shoulders. So it has the dreadnought size, but it's got it's a 14 fret guitar, but it's got the sloped shoulders similar to a 12 fret dreadnought, which is basically what Gibson copied when they came out with their original jumbos, their sloped shoulder jumbos, as they called them. Not the super jumbos, but like the J45s and those kind of guitars. It actually does not change the volume of the sound cha chamber very much, the Martin version of it. Uh, it's adjusted, so it's really more about shaping, but it adjusts it just enough that it adds some nice 12 fret oomph to the 14 fret guitar. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with the 17 series, they're very lightweight, all solid wood mahogany guitars that have a very thin light finish, so thin that you can feel the grain of the wood, and they're extremely responsive. And the whole idea of the 17 series was Chris Martin's admiration for the very interesting uh, Depression-era guitars that were offered by Sears and Roebuck and Montgomery Ward and other mail-order catalogs for people living out in the middle of America and that didn't have an opportunity to you know, see many guitars. So they were all tended to be really lightweight very responsive, affordable, and have a special sound to them that a lot of people covet and collect those old guitars. So this is, a, usually we're not in big bodies like this, but I think of all the 17 series, this is my favorite 17 uh, with that extra big body that helps uh, fill out that uh, low mid range and, and bass. So very fun to play. Um, very unique, cool guitar. So, did the DSS 17 Whiskey Sunset make Maury's top 10 list? Spoon, not only did it make my list, it's also my number 10. Well, here's a, here's a virtual high-five slap for you. <laughs> Are you cheating? Are you looking at my paper? Uh, that's very cool. So, yes. So, you tell us why it's on your list. Well, the DSS 17 Whiskey Sunset, 
I really almost picked the 00017 over that, but the 17 series in general really, really has won my heart over. And you guys might have noticed on a lot of our virtual tours on Wednesdays on YouTube how much we really get an opportunity to play these 17s, whether it's the literal 17 series, something in the same vein like the D, uh, D-17 Squadron or the 00L Earth from Robert Getzel. The fact that the 17s have that extremely light finish and they're so resonant and they have such a bark, I really couldn't feel correct to leave something like that off of this 10 best Martin guitars list. I could have gone with the, the Black Smoke. I could have gone with a slightly different body size, but the dreadnought slope shoulder shape of the DSS 17 Whiskey Sunset, I just couldn't in good faith keep it off the list. And since it's mahogany, it almost had to go you know, higher than five because I'm not gonna put a list like this together, put it out in the public and put mahogany guitars over some of my Rosewood favorites. But I think this earns a really well-deserved place on the list and it's ahead of a lot of other guitars. It's, it's not, it's the worst one on my list, but I mean, look at the catalog with Martin, how many guitars fail to even rank here? I, I think it's a great model. Yes, I wouldn't even ref use the word worst really because this is really difficult to get, uh, to whittle these down to 10 guitars. It's hard to even use the word worst when talking about Martin's whole catalog really because when you get down into the X series and things like that, they are priced accordingly. So they're still really good guitars for the money in my opinion. Um, so that's it, DSS 17 Whiskey Sunset came in number 10 on both of our lists. Fascinating, fascinating. Okay, so number nine. Spoons, number nine, number nine, number nine, <laughs> nine. The CSSC 2022. Ooh. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is one of those instances where I'm really glad Martin did this. Now, people are more familiar with the new modern uh, S-size guitars as the SC-13E in the Road series. This is the a true acoustic electric hybrid, uh, hybrid uh, guitar that has a unique um, neck joint, so it has no heel, the Sureline neck joint that is adjustable, has no heel, so your hand goes all the way up. It's, the design is Martin's first true 13-fret guitar with a very deep cutaway. It's an asymmetrical body, so the waist is tilted uh, on the bass side toward the neck and on the treble side toward the lower bout. What this does is it moves some of the sound chamber into that treble lower bout, so you're losing less cubic space from the cutaway. Um, it has very cool other design features, but this one and the, uh, the very uh, helical special neck shape that's extremely comfortable, and it's designed to be able to plug right into the same rig as an electric guitar on stage. So you just you can literally just hit your AB switch or unplug your Les Paul and plug in your Martin and go at it with an acoustic guitar that can take all the effects. But this particular model, this is a special custom shop, limited edition, available only this year, that is uh, made with all solid tone woods. And those who know me know that I got to play various prototypes of the original SCs when they were coming up with this amazing futuristic 13 fret acoustic electric hybrid and got to play solid uh, wood versions before they came out with a 
with a more affordable version to kick off this uh, whole SC revolution. So this is made with solid Indian rosewood back and sides. Um, it um, has a, a, a new patented, I think they call it a recurve, uh, where they shape a portion of the top on the inside of the top in a unique way that helps produce more base response, but it still has anti-feedback properties because solidwood guitars have much more trouble uh, with feedback than, than uh, laminated uh, guitars. And I could go on and on about it. It also has a lot of very fancy pearl. I'm not a real big fan of like vine, you know, beautiful vines on the fretboard or whatever. Fortunately, they, do, they did this very creatively and intelligently. So it's, you don't get lost on the fretboard, uh, even though it's got uh, the fancy inlays. But yes, it's got pearl inlay on it. Um, it's almost a modern deluxe SC, you could say, because it's got, it's got the liquid metal bridge pins and, and you know, things of that nature. But anyway, it's not cheap, but I'm really happy they did it. I thought we were not going to see a solid wood SC uh, because of COVID for at least another two years. So this was a big surprise. Almost certainly we will see this new futuristic acoustic electric Martin with the amazing heelless neck in solid woods, similar to the standard series in the future. But uh, this was, a, I think, a major, a major watershed heading in that direction. So that's why it's on my list. And I would like to know, did the custom shop SC 2022 make Mari's top 10 list? <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say it didn't, and it's so tough. And here's here's what I want to say right here before the program gets too old and you guys get too upset with me too soon. Spoon's coming from one point of view where he gets to play a lot of Martin guitars, and then, correct me if I'm wrong, but most of the stuff you get to play after you play it, it might be a little while until you'll play them again. I'm coming from a point of view where I'm severely influenced by playing a lot of Martin guitars seven days a week, sometimes more than twice a day. Things that are in my recent memory and that are actually at arm's length are weighing more heavily on me. And the fact that I only got to play the CSSC 2022 very, very briefly, right or wrong, I put more stock into the guitars that I chose for this list the more I got to know them. So the fact that I'm still a stranger to the 2022 CSSC, that's one of the only reasons I didn't put it higher or I didn't put it on the list at all. And hearing you describe it and hearing you tell our, our loyal listeners how important that guitar is, not just to the public, but to Martin, shame on me. That guitar should have been in the top five. Oh, don't, uh, don't be so hard on yourself. This is a personal, you know, this is personal favorites. So, um, like I said, I personally, I purposely added that one and, and uh, some other ones. That these are not guitars that I'm ever going to probably own, but that I'm really glad Martin made them and they're favorites in that respect. So we're moving on to number eight of Spoon's top 10 favorite Martins available today. And this is uh, one of those guitars that has a soft spot in my heart for a variety of reasons. It is from the Standard Series. It is the Martin 14 fret 0018. I like it so much, why don't you marry it? <laughs> well, they have uh, a lot of fans out there, including Pee Wee Herman, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
and with uh, with very good reason. 0018, classic grand concert size, all solid, genuine South American mahogany back and sides, wonderful North American Sitka spruce top, scalloped quarter inch bracing, short scale, uh, now the high performance neck um, with the uh, high performance taper and modified low oval profile at the back. But if you take that neck off and you just have that body, this is virtually, and I think exactly the same as the old 0018V from the Vintage series, which really shocked a lot of people when it came out. When that came out, everybody was still crazy about dreadnoughts in the 1990s. Sure, the OMs were there and they had some other things here. And of course they had the occasional 12 frets, and, but small body, what people considered small body guitars, they just were not very popular. When the 0018V came out, it knocked people's socks off with how much power and personality it had while being a very comfortable to play. But some people didn't like that big modified V-neck with the one and three quarter inch with nut and the two and a quarter inch spacing at the 12th fret and at the uh, bridge pins, the string spacing. And so uh, I was very happy when they basically absorbed that guitar into the modern reimagined standard series as the modern 0018 were hugely popular from the advent of the uh, 14 fret guitars in the 1930s and all the way through the 40s and 50s. Very popular finger style uh, blues players, traveling musicians because of the more petite size. Personally, I think the quarter inch scallop bracing under a Sitka spruce top, Sitka is a relatively soft spruce in terms of, it's got good stiffness, but it's not nearly as stiff as Adirondack. And the uh, Sitka bracing and a Sitka top with quarter inch and a short scale neck. I think the Grand Concert double O size soundboard is the perfect soundboard size for the that bracing on a short scale neck. I think you get the absolute optimum tone production and power production and string to string balance. I know a lot of people like the 0018, love the 0018, same bracing, but slightly bigger. And I think you you get diminishing returns as you start heading into uh, short scale versus a long scale OM. And I really think the triple, uh, 0018 is the absolute sweet spot for a short scale quarter inch Sitka bracing on a Sitka soundboard. I'm a little bit surprised you have that ranked higher than the D16E Poker Dogs. <laughs> um, well, it's uh, it's true. I do. That was a toughie, but I'm sticking <laughs> with my double aught 18. And uh, I think uh, I think for people who don't ever get to see them, they're really surprised at how much sound and how much tone and how much guitar you get out of. Um, a guitar that's smaller than a triple O or an OM. Well, I don't want to be the one that says he can see into the future, but somewhere in Ohio, our friend Roeth is so proud that his favorite guitar is on this list and he's so mental that it didn't make the top three. So just be careful. <laughs> oh dear, I've totally forgot about him. He's Let me go lock my windows. <laughs> <laughs> just all it's, in good it, fun there, Roeth. All in good fun. Okay, so from the Mari's attitude, I'm thinking the Mari Rich 
did not add the 0018 to his top 10 list. Am I correct with this? Show me 0018 on Mari's list. Ha! Not surprising. Not surprising. Again, we're coming from this from two different, uh, two different points of view, and of course, two different people who have uh, different preferences. So, uh, my number seven, the number seven on Spoon's top ten list of Martins available today. This unique Martin guitar is made with uh, solid mahogany back and sides and Adirondack spruce top, quarter inch scallop bracing, a golden era style V-neck, and comes stock with a unique sunburst called Autumn Sunset. And that guitar is the CEO 7. Hey This is the, <laughs> this is the special double ol body size this was the first double ol long l for long this was the first slope shoulder 14 fret double o martin uh that was designed by cf martin the fourth as part of the ceo series and those ceo models uh they come out as long as chris wants to have them out no one expected this guitar to still be in the catalog years later i think when they came out they actually were expecting to do a very short run of like 50 guitars or something and boy did this thing catch fire and that sunset uh that autumn sunset uh, sunburst kind of has a uh, sort of a fall or autumnal fireplace glow to it and anyway i think this is an excellent guitar that body shape all solid woods traditional full dovetail neck joint it is a wonderful finger style player it's one of the only traditional finger style mark guitars still made with the standard taper to the fretboard meaning it's two and a quarter across the 12th fret and one and three quarter at the nut so the string spacing is a little wider similar to the old OMs, except it's a short scale guitar. So it's a neck similar to the Eric Clapton model, but it's got the 1930s heel on it. So it's a little rounder in the, in the hand and a little more, I don't know if you call it a U or C shape, but I mean, it's definitely a V neck, but it's a little fuller for those who aren't uh, familiar with the old golden era necks. And wonderful for slide playing, that body size gives you a little extra dollop or egg, as I used to call it, of fullness in that mid-range and low mids. It sounds much more that way to the player than to the person outside. It almost sounds a little too woofy to the player, I think, when you're over it, over the sound hole, as Mari likes to say. But out in front, all that adds is roundness and depth and, and meat, which works really well with that uh, brighter, stiffer, very uh, quick at around X Bruce top. So Mari, uh, before you reveal if this is on your list, um, would you say that CEO 7 is still a popular guitar? Is it still selling? Oh, that would be a big understatement. I think it's still one of the most popular Martin guitars. And you have to recognize how many guitars were introduced at several NAMM shows since the CEO 7's inception. And it's still strong today. We can't keep it. I mean, it's not really fair to say we can't keep it in stock because taping this program in 2022, a lot of guitars are still slow to come out of Martin guitar. But when things are all humming and Martin's inventory levels are, are healthy, that guitar just still shows so much popularity. 
I wouldn't be surprised we're still talking about that in 10 years. I, I joke with some customers all the time. You're going to see the CEO 70 and they'll still be selling the CEO 7. <laughs> That's very good. I like that. I like that very much. Yeah. Yeah. So unique again, it's, it fits a, uh, a really interesting niche um, or niche as they say across the pond. And it not only do you, is it one of the few VNACs left? and one of the few standard uh, fingerboards. It's also the short scale with those two aspects, Adirondack spruce and otherwise construction that's basically on par with the standard series. The back and sides I think are actually made from SIPO, which is an African mahogany, what they call genuine mahogany, South American mahogany. But SIPO has a, I think even a, even a, a darker bassier sound than American mahogany. I think it's, uh, I think it's really good bass response. It's a really an ideal wood to go along with that uh, that like bottomless cellar you get in the base of a, of a Adirondack top guitar. So yeah, uh, really cool guitar. There's um, been zillions of customs made out there over the years for people who don't like the neck or don't like the uh, sunburst. And, and of course, people have ordered them in Cocobolo and, you know, in other woods and all that. It's a very, very successful uh, base, basic design with that. 00L body size, which yes, was inspired by the Gibson L00, though in Gibson L was the size and, and 00 was the uh, trim level. So it was a made in homage to the 1930s Gibson uh, L00, but it's a very different guitar. It doesn't sound anything like an L00. It sounds very much like a Martin, very powerful, tons of sustain and overtones and all that stuff that, that uh, the, the very best Martins have. So that's the CEO 7. Did the CEO 7 appear on Mari's top 10 list. The CEO 7 most certainly is one of Mari's top 10 Martin guitars. Excellent. Excellent. Smithers, who is this young go-getter Arucha? I like the cut of his chip. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how could I gush about that guitar as long as I did and not have it here? I don't want to give too much away, but not only is it in the top 10, it's in the top five. Ooh. Ooh. So that's not my turn yet, but just know that there was no way the CEO 7 was going to fall off of my list. And for good reason. It, it's It's got to be one of the most proud moments for Chris Martin as far as designing something. And I, I'd hope to ask him that sometime. Oh, very good point. I was, I've never thought to do that. So now we're moving on to number six of Spoon's top 10 favorite Martins available today. This is a most glorious appearance of Koa, the solid acacia wood that grows only in the Hawaiian Islands. And this is the amazing Martin D. Homeward. Whoa. The D Homeward I, is one of my favorite Martins. And it is a big 14 fret dreadnought, classic dreadnought with these amazing inlays that were inspired by the, uh, the very famous uh, world influencing tattoos by Sailor Jerry, the tattoo artist, American tattoo artist who's tattoo parlor in uh, Honolulu was world famous. 
And he also collected designs from all over the world because of all the sailors coming in, whether he lifted some of the designs or came up with them with himself. And they are now famous all over the world. People copy Sailor Jerry's tattoos. And the homeward shows on the back the inlay of this beautiful clipper ship with big clouds and seabirds behind it coming into a beautiful, you know, sunrise and or heading away from a sunrise, I guess. And um, and it is it uses designs that uh, you would have seen on sea chests and tea chests during the golden age of the clipper ships in the late 1800s. You know, another day you can ask me, I know a lot of, about the history of that stuff and the, the great uh, sailing ships that would go to from America to the Far East and come back with all the tea and other uh, goods and silks and and always breaking world records and you know in the era right before steamships or just after when you had steam and sail together and all that stuff and then in the front on the fingerboard amazing stars three-dimensional looking stars inlaid and amazing bunting that that kind of uh, bunting you would see on the edge of opera boxes i think a lot of people know this from from pictures unfortunately of president lincoln's uh final uh, appearance in public at the Ford Theater, the presidential box with all those fancy ribbon bunting, they called it. And in there as well, across the, this is all around the sound hole, they have the words of a famous hymn um, that, uh, that was kind of like a sailor's hymn that was actually a poem by a, a lady in the early 1800s that was later then set to music. And the words say, rocked in the cradle of the deep which has to do with the sailors that are lost at sea and uh, really amazing work. And most of these inlays are done in wood. That's what's really cool. Multiple woods with a new technique that was developed uh, where Martin developed this technique where they actually burn the wood, they singe it to give different shades from dark, similar to sun, sunburst looking uh, shading to the wood, but then it has other, uh, you know, it has other uh, materials involved in the inlay, but really gorgeous and sounds terrific. I've got to play uh, three of these. I got to play both of the prototype, uh, production prototypes. I got to play the one that uh, Mari currently has in stock. Um, this is one of the best sounding Koa guitars I've ever played. And, uh, you know, if money was no object, I would own one of these guitars. I think they look so beautiful. Uh, it's sister model made with Indian rosewood, the true love also based on other kinds. That also looks beautiful, hearts and doves and I think hummingbirds and things like that. But it's really the, the homeward between the gorgeous top shelf koa and amazing uh, bear claw spruce top. And I just, you know, there's the, everything about the guitar is excellent. So that made my top 10 favorite Martins available today is the D homeward on Mari's top 10 list. How about new? <laughs> but I, again, I feel bad. I, I'm hearing all the things you're talking about and it, it immediately makes me think of that guitar and some other guitars that are very similar. It's just so damn hard to pick 10 and reject like 35, isn't it? Well, I, well, yes, absolutely. It was very difficult, and they, you know, and they, I had to. I went through a lot of uh, hard choices. I was surprised how difficult it was, though it was fun as well. But also to revisit them and really weigh them up against each other. Why would I add this list? And but this has all. If somebody I, this before this had come up, if somebody had just 
called me up and said, you know, by the way, what, you know, what are some of your uh, really favorite Martins that Martin has come out with in the past, you know, 20 years or whatever. That would have, uh, that would have been right near the tip of my tongue. It would have been on the shortest list of me just putting out great guitars they've come out with. Nice. I have to say right now, not only did I get an excellent from Mr. Burns himself for my Mr. Burns impersonation, <laughs> I got a, a Dr. Evil response to my uh, D. Homer. <laughs> You're on fire. <laughs> yeah. So let's have a review of Spoon's top 10 list thus far. He began with the DSS 17 Whiskey Sunset. A amazing guitar in the 17 series that also made Mari's top 10 list. His CSSC 2022, another amazing, unique, uh, very cool Martin. That is the acoustic electric hybrid made in all solid wood from the custom shop in limited numbers available only in 2022. The 0018 classic, uh, classic 14 fret mahogany 00 in the standard series. CO7, which is not in the standard series, but of similar construction, and offering the short scale golden air style V-neck on and Adirondack spruce over mahogany for an amazingly great price, fabulous finger style player, great with slide and so forth. The Martin D. Homeward, a masterpiece, an absolute masterpiece of inlays, of concept, of tone woods, of tone, and overall, Martin, a legacy, mystique, showcase Martin guitar. Well, when it comes time for me to reveal and recap mine, I'm not going to be that eloquent, so don't put me on the spot. That's okay. I'll got, I got you covered. I got you covered. Can, can you name mine, too? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. I can do that. I'll, um, so here we are with the second half of... Spoons, top 10 mind guitars available today. Do we have to listen to you? These are my <laughs> You'll get your turn, buddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, these are favorites. These are not me proclaiming this is better than that and all that. These are my personal favorites based on a, a great deal of hand-wringing, frankly, of I can't leave that off the list, you know, but I've got to because of this and that and the other thing. Okay, so here it is, number five on Spoon's top ten list of his favorite Martins available today. This Indian Rosewood Martin guitar with a Sitka's top has all kinds of cutting-edge 21st century forward-thinking features but I'm, it's on the list specifically because of its most traditional feature. And it is the OM28 Modern Deluxe. The Modern Deluxe series has special features like the composite carbon fiber bridge plate that has a piece of torrified Adirondack spruce sandwiched between two very thin plates of carbon fiber that uh, allow the vibrations to come through into the bridge plate and beyond, but will protect the bridge plate virtually forever. It has, it comes with the liquid metal bridge pins. That is a, a high tech uh, metallic glass that has zero dampening effect. So it loses no energy 
by hugging the strings, uh, so as the energy from the strings comes through to the bridge and the bridge plate, and so forth. It's got um, the EVO gold frets. It's got a torrified Sitka spruce top with the vintage tone system. It has golden era shaped Adirondack spruce bracing, and it has the wonderful vintage deluxe neck profile that is taken from the very famous 1930 OM45 Deluxe that's owned by the Martin Museum. They spent basically half a million dollars to get it at auction. It is almost my all-time favorite Martin. The OM45 Deluxe that was uh, used to be owned by Roy Rogers is probably beats it, but the one in the museum has my all-time favorite neck. And recently I got to play that guitar again. And at the same time, not literally at the same time, but in the same room, in the same session with some of the new modern deluxe models. And I was amazed at just how similar the modern deluxe neck is. What's unique about the OM28 modern deluxe and why it's my choice, not just because I like OMs, it's the only modern deluxe model that has the traditional width to the fretboard. So it feels even more like that traditional OM. The other ones have the high performance taper, which has the, uh, the width down at the 12th fret is a little narrower than the traditional, what they call standard taper. But the OM 28 modern deluxe has the traditional OM fingerboard width and string spacing and has a neck that feels exactly like that OM45 as you move up. When you get in the upper frets, it's not the same because the modern deluxe have a modern heel, doesn't have a 1930s heel, so it does not get thicker and fatter as it goes up the neck. So there it's different, but I actually like that about the modern deluxes, extremely comfortable to play. That old OM is a very shallow uh, neck compared to other vintage uh, necks. And it has that, that, that amazing carving where the apex of the neck of the V actually drifts as your hand goes up. So it stays in the nook of your, where your thumb and your palm come together all the way up. And they use that same technique on these modern deluxe necks. So it's pretty amazing. Again, if money was no object, I would own one of these guitars because I love that neck so much. And uh, I think... Um, I have to say, I was hemming and hawing between this and the D42 Modern Deluxe because I love the amazing pearl and torch headstock and all the things on that amazing 42, all that super fancy, gorgeous uh, chandelier in a palace gorgeousness to that. But I'm sticking with the OM28 Modern Deluxe as my number five favorite Martin because it has that wonderful a 1930 OM45 Deluxe neck on an otherwise wonderful up upscale Martin guitar. <laughs> Most impressive, Spoon. So, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'd like to thank the Academy, my agent, um, so, did the OM28 Modern Deluxe make Mari's top 10 favorite Martin list? <laughs> oh, it certainly did, and it's pretty high up there, if I'm going to be honest. 
Ah, well, there we go. Well, they put me in my place, apparently. <laughs> that model has made a serious impression on me, and I got to play a lot of those here at Mari's Music in this past six, seven months especially. There was a short time where my personal OM28V was at Blues Creek Guitars getting some work done, and I got to play an OM28 Modern Deluxe two or three weeks in a row as my guitar. And when I say that, you know, just here in the studio for Martin versus Martin or for just, you know, playing between uh, during some lunch breaks, that guitar is impressive enough to me to almost make me forget about my own guitar. There I said it. I'm not embarrassed. Well, I'm glad your guitar is not in the room right now to hear this. Um, but, um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, shout out to our friend Tony Phillips here because of the parody he did of that song, Before He Cheats, where it's about uh, guitars being jealous of other guitars, and it's actually really funny. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, so yes, this was my number five, and it was a tough choice to, I definitely wanted to include it. And now we're getting into something interesting. You had mentioned, you know, about why you chose things or where you placed them. Uh, as we go forward, I will say my number four, I really wish it could be higher. In some respects, I would almost put it at number two or number three because of it being a favorite guitar of Martin's. But my, I would say the, the ones that are in two or three, are there more in the Mari's way of thinking of somebody's really asking me for a definitive list of what what Martins they should go play if they can or whatever that did influence me a little bit. So my number four, the number four guitar on Spoon's top ten list of Martins available today is a classic design invented by. C.F. Martin, this probably has more to do with John Dykeman and Frank Henry Martin in the early 20th century, but this is the all mahogany, all the time, triple O 15 SM. What? You're f high! Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Come again? <laughs> I'm speechless. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you put an all mahogany guitar in the top five? I put an all mahogany Martin guitar in the top five. This is my list of favorite Martins. Uh, some of you are old enough to remember the TV show My Favorite Martian uh, with Bill Bixby. And <laughs> well, this show could have been called My Favorite Martin. This is one of my all time favorite Martins. It is a 12 fret triple the big slope shoulder triple This is an amazing design. You get so much power, bass, low mid, powerful mid range. You get clear trebles, but this is an all mahogany, meaning it has a mahogany top, mahogany neck, mahogany back, mahogany size, all solid woods in the 15 series. It has that thin satin finish that you get on the 15s that help it resonate all the more. It has so much going for it, uh, the, you know, the classic straight bridge. Um, it's got cosmetics that are similar to the, uh, the 17s from the 1930s before the uh, 015 came out in, I think, 1940 with a mahogany top. The mahogany top guitars were the 17s and had like the diamond fretboard and stuff like that. It's got that kind of classic look. Uh, long before they reimagined uh, standard series, the 15s were given the open back tuners and, and 
Depression era looks and really a wonderful looking guitar, wonderful playing guitar, spectacular finger style, holds up wonderful under a flat pick. It's got that unique mahogany top sound that what I call that sweetness in the trebles and the simple but pure high harmonics. Um, but it's got more oomph because of the 12 fret body design than you get out of the 14 fret triple O or double O 15s, which are very worthy guitars. But yeah, one of my, always been on one of my shorts, uh, short lists. Again, if I, money was no object and I didn't need a cutaway on a 14 fret guitar as it is, I'd own one of these. Um, this is one of my all time favorite Martin designs, the triple O 15 S for the standard body shape, M for mahogany. So that sounds to me like the Triple O 15SM did not make Mari's top 10 list. Is that true? I would definitely be caught putting it in the top 20. I, I'm trying to be a, a good co-host and, and sort of disagree with you for fun, but that guitar certainly does deserve some praise. And I don't want to get ahead of myself and maybe take something else off your list coming later, but I would almost consider putting the Triple O 15M 14 fret on a pretty high Great Martin list of some sorts. Yes, and, I, and as I mentioned, the Double O 2, I know friends, friends of mine who, uh, I have multiple friends who own a Double O 15, because they were going both, they wanted a smaller guitar. In one case, the person is, is quite petite, um, even though she's a, a accomplished musician and guitar teacher, but, uh, but her best friend, who is not petite at all, she's quite tall and, you know, and, and long fingers and all that stuff, also has a 0015. She's a famous uh, guitar journalist and um, musicologist. They both owe 0015s. But um, yes, but the triple O, I know Mari's Mar big on bass, and the triple O definitely gives you a more bass oomph, and the triple O SM gives you even more bass oomph, which is one of the reasons I like it so much. I mentioned early on an asterisk. This is the asterisk. The Triple O 15 SM is currently not listed on the Martin website. I, uh, I can't believe that's going to last very long. They're certainly out there for sale. Um, and uh, Mari, do you have one in stock? You may even have, have one in stock. Um, they're definitely out there for sale. So that's why it's on the list. Uh, we don't have one right now, but we are hoping to get one sometime in December. So right around the corner. Oh, there, there you go. So your people, the dealers were still allowed to order them. I think one of the reasons it's been removed is because Martin is changing the uh, naming convention starting in 2022, um, really for 2023. The S is now being moved to the other side of the dash. When this returns or any other 12 fret instrument appears, it'll say triple O S dash 15 M. So that may be one of the reasons it's been removed. I cannot believe that they're going to keep this out of the lineup for long. They've, they've done this before. They've you know retired models and brought them back and stuff like that. So that's number four. So the Triple O 15 SM, all mahogany, all the time, a wonderful instrument. I'm pretty sure Eddie Vedder has plays one. I know Leo Kotke owns one and, and has played it here and there, though he needs more frets. So he keeps saying, I run out, I run out of frets. So, but um, <laughs> I, know, I know how I feel. Excuses, excuses. Ex excuses, excuses. So number three... Number three could have been number two, but it's number three, and that'll become obvious why coming up. Number three on Spoon's top 10 list of favorite guitars is the ever classic HD 28. 
There was a sale on sound effects, if you couldn't tell yet. <laughs> very good, very good. I'm always flattered. I get I get the most uh, response ever coming on this show. So um, <laughs> so the HD28, you know, it, was not, it wasn't even on the list. It was like, what are you, nuts? How can you not have the HD28? <laughs> Uh, as far as I'm concerned, this should be the D28. I, when they redid the standard series and all that, and they're basically bringing the vintage series into the standard series, giving it a modern neck, but bringing in all that 1930s herringbone, diamonds and squares, fretboards, open back tuners, of uh, 30 style scroll headstock, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the, the you know subtle aging toner on the top. I thought for certain that the forward shifted scarlet braced D28 design from the 1930s that reappeared. Uh, first, the original HD28 did not have forward shifted bracing. It had the white dot fretboard and, and black pickguard. Um, then they came out with the, the custom 15 that was the was later renamed the uh, HD28V and so forth in the vintage series. I'm surprised that they decided to keep the D28 as a straight braced, non scallop braced guitar with the black and white lines. And Chris is into legacy. He knew how important the D28 with that look and the straight bracing, how important that was to Martin across the 1950s and 60s and 70s and on up. And also like the uh, previous D28, it offered a standard series, full-fledged professional level, world-class Martin Rosewood Dreadnought for a little less than the one with scallop bracing. And so they've decided to, that's very important overseas where Martins are much more expensive. So the D28 is huge in Japan. And they, you know, David Lenny, you can say he's big in Japan. Well, the D28 is huge in Japan, but to <laughs> me, it's the HD28. It's the forward shifted scallop bracing with that beautiful lush Indian rosewood under that powerful, colorful, resonant Sitka spruce top, um, just so much power. I mean, it's the Harley Davidson of Martin guitars. You know, it's the Harley Hog. It's the incredibly versatile. Uh, love, people love the D18, they love mahogany. I get that. I, I had to really hem and haw about, can I put the D18 on this list? But uh, I couldn't, I couldn't leave the HD28 off. It is to me the Martin when like, you know, if somebody called me up and said, okay, I just came from another planet, put in my hands the Martin guitar that you feel, you know, is is going to be it's like an alien coming and saying, Show me an American hamburger. What do you choose? Well, if they said that about uh, acoustic guitars, not just Martin guitars, acoustic guitars, it would be the Martin H D twenty eight. That's a good point. We can almost take it for granted that we're we're talking about the 10 best Martin guitars. The 10 best guitars are the 10 best Martin guitars. <laughs> I you know, there's people who like other things and and like the boutique builders and whatnot, but but in terms of the benchmark, I think the HD28 is the benchmark. I think it is the it is the D28 that is more it's the modern D28 that has more of the 1930s. D28 to it, which is kind of a giveaway of why it's not in the top two, because it has to be supplanted by number two. Number two. So the number two guitar on Spoon's top ten favorite Martins available today is the D28 
Authentic 1937. Yeah! Never heard of it. <laughs> um, never heard of it. Um, so, so yes, here we are. We talk about quintessential dreadnoughts. Of course, this is made in the custom shop. Uh, there is one particular 1937 D28 that's owned by the Martin Museum that many people have declared their all-time favorite Martin. Many, many, many people of all statures. It is in all original condition, and it was taken to the Smithsonian Institute and put through all kinds of, like X-ray, CAT scan, you know, their, their weights and measures, the way that they do things to come up with. And that was primarily about getting the bracing exactly right. All hide glue construction. It's got the 1930s tucked bracing where the bridge plate fits in under uh, the X brace and the X brace is tucked into the cedar kerfing and the tone bars going across the lower bow are tucked into one, one piece of the X brace, one of the struts and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hand scalloped way beyond the uh, meticulous uh, scalloping you already get on Martin guitars. Etc. Etc. Big V-neck. That's not always a, a plus for everybody. Got the T-bar inside. You know, it is it is their time capsule Martin, but the new one, the one that just came out this year, is even more time capsule because for the first time ever, Martin is using a meticulously reproduced body shape. And it is very subtle when you see it on paper, when you see the drawings, when you look at them side by side, it's a very subtle difference. When you have the shoulders up by the neck and they come around and head into the waist, slightly different shape, little trimmer, little faster on the sloping. And the bottom bout is a little faster coming out of the waist. So it's a little more bell-like, but they really look like a 1930s Martin. They feel like a 1930s Martin in the lap. They look different when you're looking down on them. They look like a 1930s Martin. The other big change is starting this year, they're made with Guatemalan rosewood instead of Madagascar rosewood, which is in, the, in its old age in terms of availability. Martin is basically running out of it. Um, and so they're saving it for special projects and custom orders and all that. Guatemalan, very worthy replacement in some respects. Guatemalan, to my ear, sounds more like Brazilian rosewood that was used in the 30s than uh, Madagascar. I think Madagascar has more upper treble color, um, similar to the brighter, sunnier Brazilians. But I think that the darker Brazilian down in the, the well of the base, I think Guatemalan takes you down to that lower basement in, in a similar fashion. Um, but overall, it's probably a little darker and heading more into Cocobolo. And I won't take it all the way to, to Indian Rosewood, but it's it's uh, darker sounding. But I love it. And these are VTS Adirondack Spruce Tops, Torfide Tops, Torfide Bracing, thinner fretboard um, in terms of the depth of the fretboard, thin finish, uh, just magnificent. Of course, they have the aged version where they uh, apply a technique to crack the finish that looks like finish checking, which may or may not make the wood breathe a little more when it's vibrating. Uh, Martin refuses to comment on tone uh, tone production that way. But fantastic instruments uh, playing the production prototype at the factory this year. Uh, I was just um, so happy about this amazing Mack truck, not a Mack truck, 
semi-truck of, of rosewood tone, but still great for finesse picking and, and just, uh, there's a lot of options out there if you, if you can afford them from small builders who are reproducing, uh, you know, trying to reproduce 1930s Martins. Well, this is the one that CF Martin com and company with some of their insider knowledge have created for the people who are lucky enough to own one. So that's my number two favorite Martin is the Martin D28 Authentic 1937 on Mari's top 10 list. I'm impressed. I think that guitar is really remarkable. I was going to ask you before you got that far, how does that rank against the previous version? But I am secretly glad you chose the 2022 model. I was tempted to go with the uh, D45 Authentic, uh, D45S for special order, which is a slightly wider body. But I actually haven't played the new one. I only uh, played the original one that came out the first year the Authentic series appeared, and that just blew me away. I mean, it's it's a it's a King Kong uh, voice, <laughs> but it also has the biggest honking neck Martin has ever put on a Martin guitar uh -huh. since the 1930s. It's got a brutal 1936 baseball bat neck. 35 to 36 is when you got the biggest fattest necks, and and I don't I haven't played the new ones. So I don't know if they tweaked it at all, or if they're using the same neck they used on that the original version, but you know, Kawabunga, it also costs like a hundred grand or something, or even more, I forget what it costs because it's Brazilian Rosewood. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with the, the D28 Authentic 1937, I think. Um, it's everything everybody wants it to be and more. So uh, that's, you know, that's a, if I, frankly, if I did not already own a Brazilian Rosewood uh, Martin uh, that was you know, converted from a 60s, a destroyed 1960s dreadnought by our friends at Brothers Music to retired Martin employees. So I already have 1937 bracing and an Adirondack spruce top, um, but with a modern neck that's better for my hands. So otherwise I would, I would covet owning one of the authentics. So there you go. That's my top nine favorite Martins. So here we are. Is that guitar on Maury's list? Ooh. 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 You have your list. I have my list. Don't judge. Don't judge. Now you're, you're far too good at judging yourself. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have at it. What is your top choice? Like I'm dying to hear it. Okay. Well, this again, this to pick number one, uh, really to pick the top three, but to pick number one, I did take out all the stops and I considered as much of everything as I could. And the, I'll explain why this is the number one Martin guitar for me, uh, even though I don't own it. Spoons, number one favorite Martin guitar available today is. The OM-28. Whoa! There it is, the orchestra model in style 28. It's based on the very first 14-fret guitar that Martin uh, created, uh, really the first modern acoustic guitar, 14-fret flat-top acoustic guitar in the world's steel strings, a light scallop bracing, 
um, the what they call the auditorium body size, which is the same size as the triple O. Traditional triple O's are short scale. The OM is long scale. Triple O's can have different bracing can be uh, heavier. Like the triple O 28 has um, has five sixteenth inch bracing. The modern OM has quarter inch bracing. The 1930s OMs had a 5 16th inch X brace and quarter inch tone bars and side braces, but they were a little more lightly built. So the modern OM bracing is designed to capture that OM resonance, that, that big tone glowing ball of, of resonance that you get when you play an OM, where triple O's are more forward, kind of shoot more forward and are more gathered and focused and punchy. Though still plenty of resonance, Tough choice. I love the Triple O 28. I'm con I've converted to short scale for for repetitive stress issues and, and comfort issues. But every time I play an OM 28, I miss that extra power that you get from the long scale neck, putting long scale string tension into the bridge and into the headstock. And then that extra energy that comes from the long scale strings firing in to that same size soundboard with that that X bracing uh, with the scallops and tone bars with the scallops. And it is hard to explain, but I've always loved OMs. And Amari's always loved OMs. He plays an OM in 28V. And um, I, could I could have put Omaro more OMs on this list, maybe. But the OM28, to me, is the, is the perfect, most versatile Martin guitar. There's nothing you can do on a Dreadnought that you can't do on the OM28, unless you're a Mahoganite and you really love Mahogany and you mourn like I do that there aren't any OM18s available today. But the OM28, I think it is the most versatile Martin guitar. And um, I could go on and on and on about the, the tonal balance, the dynamics, the uh, finger style ability of it, the being able to play it as hard as you want with the pick, the palm muting and the Womp the Neil Young womp to get out of it that isn't as pronounced as the HD28, but it's still there and still satisfying, and on and on and on. So, the OM28, I used to have an OM28V that's now owned by a dear friend in England. I used to have the uh, Lawrence Juber models. If we were not, if we were doing Martins that weren't available today, then the Brazilian uh, OM28C Lawrence Juber model would have been on the list and maybe number one, but the OM28 is my number one Martin guitar available today. Did it make Mari's top 10 list? What? I have extremely good reasons, and you will understand in time. Well, okay. Now we're all very curious to hear Mari's top 10 list. So hold on to your hats. Next week is going to be a bumpy ride. I'm going to reveal my top 10 list, which includes six Rosewood Martin guitars and does not include the OM28. Okay, guys, we're getting near the end, and I have to ask our listeners, what did Spoon get wrong? What did Spoon put on this list that you completely disagree with? Maybe more importantly, what did Spoon forget to include? If you're watching this on YouTube, don't you dare be shy. Give it to Spoon good. Let him know in the comments what was wrong with Spoon's top 10 Martin guitars.
and I have to say uh, it was fun to do. It was much more difficult than I thought. So I, I have a feeling our uh, listeners will probably try to do this themselves and be hard pressed to come up with 10 models that they uh, would put and in what order. And I'm really looking forward to the next podcast where we get to hear Mari's actual favorite top 10 list of Martin guitars that are available today. So, you know what the music means, well, I gotta get out of here now. From all of us at Mari's Music, thanks for listening. Hear you later. This has been a presentation of Mari's Music, your trusted source for Martin and Blue Ridge guitars. Find us online at maurysmusic.com. Music.com.